He'd do anything for money, her stepfather would. If she refused, he'd beat her senseless to force her to obey him. He'd done it once before, when she fell in love and wanted to get married. She'd held out against him till he'd threatened to beat her sisters next, and sent Rini, the littlest, flying across the room with one backhander. She'd known it was hopeless then. He heaved himself to his feet. I'll go and tell Stan you've accepted him. (laughs) He chuckled, a wheezing, chesty sound, then spat into the fire. Filthy devil, she thought. I hate you, Bart Fuller. When he'd left for the pub, her other sister Nell asked in a whisper, as if afraid he might still overhear, You're not going to marry that Stan, are you? Matty shook her head. What are you going to do? I've not worked it out yet, she hesitated. I saw you talking to Cliff Greenhill today, Nell. You love him, don't you? Her stepsister looked at her warily, then nodded. Has he asked you to marry him? Nell smiled, such a soft, happy smile, that Matty felt a pang of jealousy. Yes, your father won't let you. I know... Me and Cliff have talked about that. He's got a good job at the railway works. Been there since he was fifteen. Did his apprenticeship as a carriage upholsterer. He doesn't want to leave. He's set for life if he stays. If he stays, you can't marry him. Dad would beat him senseless if he tried, maybe cripple him. Nell flushed and said in a low voice, We have to marry... I'm expecting. It's just... We don't know how to manage it. I'd guessed already about the baby. I've been waiting for you to tell me. Cliff says we could have Reenie to live with us after we're married because he knows what Dad's like. But not both of you. Matty stared at her thoughtfully. Did he really mean it? She didn't need to ask why he didn't want her because she knew. Soft-hearted Nell would let her take charge. Matty wouldn't mean to, but she was the oldest, as much a mother as a sister, used to telling the others what to do. And Cliff would want to be master in his own home, with his wife as mistress, a woman bound to do as he told her. Well, most men wanted that, didn't they? Rini stared at them both, open-mouthed. You'll have to run away. You've no choice now because I'm leaving, and the sooner the better. Go and see Cliff tonight. Your father won't be back from the pub for an hour at least. She rubbed her head, which was aching. I'm going upstairs. I'm tired today. You keep the fire going, Rini. As she got into bed, enjoying a rare moment or two of privacy in the room she shared with her sisters, Matty thought again of the way her stepfather had sold her like a dumb beast. How much was she worth? Five pounds? Ten? Twenty, even? She didn't cry. She was a long way beyond tears now. Could she do it? Dare she help her sisters to run away from him, then run away herself? She had to, and do it carefully, whatever it took. She'd only get one chance of freedom, she was quite sure of that. So would they.
The next morning, Matty woke up with a heavy cold, one of the worst she'd ever had. It wasn't flu. Mustn't be flu. Nothing must stop her getting away. When the others had gone to work, she struggled to do the housework, but had to sit down for a rest. Later, she went to the corner shop, where she helped out for a couple of hours in the middle of the day, but had to come home again and lie down, because she was simply too dizzy to stand up. She fell into a heavy sleep, and didn't wake until the door banged as her stepfather got home from work. When he found nothing ready for tea, he yelled up the stairs for her. She tried to sit up, but her head spun. She tried to answer him, but only a croak came out. He came pounding up the stairs, took one look at her...